humility is like <laughs> right the being like what else am I supposed to say person can have oh my god fuck humility are you gonna open it he didn't say he was ready you see that red button right there that means we're recording okay well gotcha so you're not gonna open it I'm gonna wait till the normal music come to the spot comes on where we always open it. Don't act. Don't do that. Don't do you that. Do it after the bass. Right. The bass is. He going. normally turns the music on. If we want to do this, we can do that. He normally turns the music on. Test that shit. shit out, and then he starts it over. We, yes okay. or no? You want me start it over? Thank Hold you, Ben. Oh, yes. I want yes. Are you fucking up. kidding me? <laughs> that part. <laughs> I love it. Uh, oh, child, you are now tuned in to another episode of the Cat versus Dog podcast with myself, CJ, and my annoying as fuck co-host who'll be on that other other shit. Young Dolomite, tell the people what's up. I'm the realest nigga alive. Oh my God. Period. <laughs> Excluding nobody. And our super producer being ready. Say what's up to the people, Ben. Hey, people. Could you turn my headphones up? It's I can't so hear shit. Right. We didn't do the check. None bang, of that. Bang. Talking about is it ready? They yeah. already started. Let me tell y'all. I if you guys it. are not watching our YouTube behind the scenes, you'll understand why my why I'm why I'm this way on this episode 71. Because I can hear uh, me now. these Negroes are something else. Yeah. How was your week? What did you do? Didn't Don't sleep. say what you always say. I didn't sleep. Why didn't you sleep? Because I had a lot of shit going on. Got a, a flat on my fucking car. Aww. Just errands and on top of errands of dumb shit. Had Christmas stuff? Hell no. I don't do that shit. That's you not don't? my job. What do you mean that's not your job? It's not my job. Oh. When, 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 the, uh, when the Christmas presents get open, I'm surprised with the kids. Because my wife buys them all. I just pay for the shit. That's not So you don't Christmas. go to the store and get nothing. I be at work. 99% of the time. You don't get Monique nothing. Yeah, I get her something. Okay, I'm about to say it the fuck. That's why I said the kids. When I get her shit, I get her shit either online or on my way home from work or some shit like that. She getting a good gift too, but the kids, I never know what them niggas Tell get. Tell me after the show what the gift is. We can't say it right now. Some good shit. Oh, nigga. Anyway. I was about to say, what do you mean you don't do anything? So you had errands, flat tire, nothing positive? I got paid. That's always positive. <laughs> then you, you knew that was coming. Exactly. Did you have any unexpected blessings for the week? No. No? Okay. All my blessings are expected. Mm. Even the unexpected ones I okay. just expect to be blessed at all times Well that's a great mindset to have I'll accept that I'm a, I am a blessing Okay so, yeah, two chains that. But okay. yeah how was your week? It was good It was relaxing I didn't do too much this week Normally I'm like always trying to do something Do something do something This week I just took a moment to kind of relax Chill with my son um, I caught up on the new episodes of Narcos Mexico. That shit's good. 
Really good. I only seen season one. Yeah, I only watched season one of the original with um Pablo Escobar. Yeah. But the the this is a completely new series, just with same Chapo. name. No, Chapo's not in this. Uh what's this guy's name? Felix. Miguel Angel Felix. That I want to say that's nigga. a real person. It is, yeah, narcos are all based off real people. That's what I'm saying. Felix, I, I know that name. Yeah, so that was real good. Che, if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, check that out. What else did I do? That's pretty much it. If you're I looking for to. something to entertain yourself, watch the Cat vs. Dog podcast. Well, Fuck that's TV. a given. Watch this shit on fucking YouTube. That's a given. Turn the Netflix off. Go to YouTube and watch this shit. Binge go to our Apple Podcasts. Watch this shit multiple this times shit. on YouTube if you need something to watch. We'd appreciate that. You're getting ready to get get some sexual relations, nigga. Cat vs. Dog and chill. Fuck Netflix. Pull it up and watch it. I'll put your bitch in the mood. <laughs> no. <laughs> She'll be in the mood after she watching me get cracking on this motherfucking show, nigga. You'll get your dick sucked. For sure, for sure. It's a go. It's a guaranteed go. He must be a part of another podcast called to get your dick sucked. If, if she watching me get cracking on this motherfucker, you guaranteed to get your dick sucked. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. She See gonna, what I'm talking about, bitch? She's going to laugh right up out of them drawers, my nigga. I'm telling you. That's your job. If, it's, if it's another nigga, go. no. Let me tell you this. As a woman, if another nigga make you laugh in front of your nigga, mm, it's unlikely. Tell her, you ain't got no shot at young Dolomite, so you might as well suck my dick since it's here already. Oh, my God. I'm married. So I don't even count when I make you bitch laugh. So just tell her, he's a married man. Go ahead and suck the dick that's already here. That's how it works. What if the dick that's already there is married, too? She gonna suck it because it's there already. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. If you already got the bitch in the room and your dick is married, hey, man, you know, I ain't judging nobody. Get your dick sucked anyway, fellas. If you're married, how about not? How about have your wife suck it? Hey, man, if you already fucking watching something with a whole nother bitch, obviously your plan is to get your dick sucked by whoever that is, so... If no judgment, guys. And sitting up watching TV with another bitch, that's very interesting. It is. Fucking another bitch is one thing. Sitting up here just watching TV with her ass. No judgment. Hey, man, whoever y'all are, if you're faithful, if you're cheating, if you're single, if you're polyamorous, polygamous, or any of that shit, just watch this shit and enjoy it because it's dope for everybody, even the homosexuals. How to break up with someone when you're close to their kid. Our first topic of episode 71. How do you do that? That's difficult. In the words of the great Bernie Mac, fuck the kids. Clearly not. Yeah, no. But I don't know, man. Usually I just just break it off. Have you been in that situation? Yep. And you just stopped talking to the kid completely? Yep. No, not completely. For a minute, I was still like, I still like sending birthday gifts and Christmas gifts and little shit like that, but I still had to go. So I was like, nah, nigga, I gotta go, little homie. I think the man, you should still go. And then, you know what, though? We never really think about the woman as the person who breaks it off, who gets close to maybe another man's child. That happens too. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, I looked at the topic, but it just dawned on me right now. Like, what would it be like as a woman? Because I never did that. I've dated men with kids, but I didn't allow myself to really get close (laughs) with their kids like that. That's that's different for me. Evil stepmother. No, not even that. Just like 
Women, for the most part, know when they're going to be around, be around. So why would I start this bond with your child? And then I don't like when people try to introduce me to their kids too early anyway. I'm not a fan of that. Mm. If I can't fuck with your kid, I'm not even going to fuck with you at all. Really? Yeah. If I don't, if I feel like I'm fucking with you, I get close to the kid. If I'm, if I'm close enough to you, you gonna fuck kid, with a girl before you get to meet the kid because that would mean you would have to meet the kid like on date one. No, I'm just saying in general. Like if I'm fucking with a girl and then I meet the kid, like we're gonna be as cool as we can be. I'm just cool like that. What if that motherfucker don't like you? I, that's impossible. I've yet to meet a kid that don't like me. Nigga, cool ass nigga like that. Please. If the kid don't like me, hey, man, it is what it is. But, shit, for the most part, kids always like me. I'm a cool-ass nigga, especially the kids. I like video games. I fuck with toys and shit. Kids like me. Right. Even kids I don't like like me. I dated someone, and they met Bailey, and then we didn't work out. And I think he would still call Bailey on his birthday, but it was still over. And I think I just ended it, too, because it was like, why, why continue to draw it out? And I don't think, I know too, ladies, if a man gets close to your child, but that is not the father, I don't think you should hold him accountable either. I don't think you should make him be like, you know, such and such want to see you, da, 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 da. Like, no, that's you using your child as a pawn and your child's emotions as a pawn to get whoever over there. Or even if you just genuinely want to keep that man in your life, like, that's not the way to do it. Let a man stay because he want to stay. Don't use your child as a pawn to keep this nigga around. Nah, luckily my ex knew better. I she she knew when I was gone, I was gone. Like I was volunteering. Like yeah, I know it's a little homie birthday. Do that nigga want this fucking PlayStation or no? So I send a nigga a little whatever the fuck. Yeah, because that was your shit. choice. Yeah, yeah like, it should it, be that. Yeah, she knew better than to come hitting me up. Like oh, he he, you're his dad. I'm not his motherfucking dad. Like I, I raised. I ain't even gonna say raised him, but I was with her from when the nigga was like nine months to when the nigga was like three or four. So I potty trained him. I taught him how to drink out of cups. I got him off bottles and all that old shit. Like I talked little nigga a lot. Like you know, motherfucker yeah. was was close, but shit. When I had to go, I had to fucking go. Like this little nigga ain't my son. I got love for this little nigga, right. but he ain't my goddamn child. Yeah, no. Did you consider that going in? Because nine months is hella early. Yeah. I don't think I would date a man who had a nine-month-old. Yeah, no, nah, little nigga was cool and shit. But it was You didn't what it think was. it would be any residual baby daddy type situations? Nigga can't with my ass. Not, nigga, ain't nobody said nothing about getting physical. Hey, man. I'm just saying, like, here's my thing. I would not date a man who had a nine-month-old because I'm like, mm, the likelihood of you getting back with her or whatever is still strong. No, nah, that nigga wasn't shit. I knew that shit was over with. Just based off you knew the nigga or based off what she told you? I knew of him and what she told me. And then when I met him, it was confirmed. Like, oh, yeah, you ain't getting back with this buster-ass nigga. No, for a fact, this shit out. Do your shit. Okay. And, like, that nigga was a bitch. Like, that nigga was, like, scared to come get his son when I was home and some old goofy-ass shit. I almost end up squabbing with the nigga behind that shit. Like, nigga, why you can't come in here and get your fucking child, my nigga? Like, I was thinking, like, nigga, but you got some ulterior motives? Why you can't fucking be where I'm at with her, my nigga? Like, if I wasn't here, your ass would come in the house and get your son. But now that I'm here, you want to send niggas to the house. Like, nigga, that shit is some bullshit, But Maybe he don't want to talk to you. He didn't. 
But it wasn't because of like, oh, I just don't want to talk to you. Because when me and this nigga, we ran into each other in traffic outside of her. Like, after I was broke up with her, like, we had conversation. That nigga was on some, like, homie type shit. But I'm like, nigga. You expecting a nigga to be cool with you and you fucking his ex-girl? Pretty much. There's very few niggas. Who gonna, here's my thing, who gonna really admit, and if he really had maybe genuine feelings for her, who gonna tell you, nigga, I'm not gonna run up in there unnecessarily and have chit-chat with you. I'm not unnecessarily chit-chatting with no bitches who fuck no nigga I talk to, whether I want to talk to him or not. It's just unnecessary. It ain't like I told the nigga, come in, let's play PlayStation and have it a It don't matter. If I have somebody to send in there on my behalf just to keep the shit short, then that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I didn't like that shit. To me, that's bitch-ass nigga shit. Mm-hmm. Come get your fucking son. He did. He just didn't come himself. Exactly. Why wouldn't you come get your fucking what son? What difference do I make? I'm coming to get him. Who cares how he got in my car? I came to got him. He belongs to you. <laughs> come and get him. Point because <laughs> I know. Exactly. For grammar. Issues. No, for grammar. Uh, <laughs> listen, he came and got him. He sent his cousin to come and get him. I don't him. give a fuck. Why he That's come it. Get him. Is his cousin not related to the little boy? Yeah. That's family, even yeah. more but so. Shit, when the nigga came to the door, I almost didn't answer it. Okay, well then I would have just like, texted the girl the and been like, nigga? "My cousin is at the door. Can you let my son out?" Yeah, even she was looking at the nigga like, "Why the fuck you can't come get him?" Why do y'all want this nigga to come so bad? Because it's his child. Like literally, my nigga. Like why you why you can't come get your motherfucking kid? What man? difference does it make? Because I'm if, still if, if the here. Shoe was on the other foot, I will go in and get my child. That's that's my you. Child. You and have I, that choice. And I want to meet the nigga who's around my fucking son all motherfucking day. Here's what I did. Here is let me get my grammar correct. <laughs> Here's what I learned with that situation. I also and a lot of women are this way. When you separate from your ex husband, baby daddy, whatever. You get to don't have my kids around this person. Don't have my kids around that person. When you go to court, I had a judge tell me in my face, listen, ma'am, you had a baby with this man. You you chose to trust him. So unless he does something to the child or has the child around someone and something happens, you cannot dictate who your child is around. And that's just the truth. Be like, if she can't trust him to have their child, then take him to court. I still want to meet the motherfucker at the least. I want to know if this motherfucker's a creep. I want to know if this motherfucker's a weirdo. I want to know. One meeting type. is going to tell you that? Or Shit. can you not trust the woman that you were with to make that call? Back in them days, I'm not trusting her motherfucking ass. We was in our early fucking 20s. That's Hell you. No, I don't fucking trust you. I, I want to meet this nigga. Like you already just, had the baby. Yeah. And I'm not even saying particularly you. We choose to now want to have these trust issues after we've already engaged ourselves in these situations. It's like, mm, so I'm guilty too. Like, mm. So you'll just let any random ass bitch be around Bailey? I day? would not. But if he is with his father and he chooses to do that, I can't say shit unless they do something to him. Yeah. I'm just telling you the facts of it. Yeah, he just a bitch-ass nigga. That's just all that is because I ain't never had that situation. I ain't never even heard of that situation where a motherfucker didn't even want to look a nigga in the eye that's with his son all day, every motherfucking day, living in the same house as his son. To me, that's some weirdo shit. Like, nigga, I need to see who the fuck you are. Nigga, I need to see what type of head you got on your motherfucking shoulders. Like, Especially if it's a daughter. 
that too. Boy, it was too. a son, but still, my nigga, like, I need to see who the fuck is around my son all motherfucking day. Like, I'm sure he knew who you were. Like you said, y'all knew of each other, so he knew who you was. Exactly. But I need to see you for my own eyes. I need to know exactly what the fuck going on. Like, yeah, my baby Him coming to get his cool son, nigga. what was he going to see? Me. Who the fuck I am. Okay. What the fuck I look like, nigga. We, we Y'all was going to have a conversation. Y'all kn- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but, if he had came in one time, that would have sufficed for you. But what if he sent the cousin the second and third time? Shit, that might have been sufficient, nigga. At the least, you could see who the fuck I am. But to me, that's bitch-ass nigga shit. Like, nigga, I knew why that nigga didn't want to run into me. But it is what it is. Like, niggas be bitches these days. I feel like you had an option. If nigga don't want to entertain and sit with you, he don't have to. He don't got to kick it with me. Like I said, I wouldn't. But you feel like he finna get all this information. You're not finna know what kind of nigga you are from a one-time pickup with my son. It's going to be a come in. Hey, little man, you ready? Get your bag. Get your shit. I'm out. Yeah. But that's what that's how quick and simple you saying it's gonna be. So what is he gonna get from you other than seeing you sitting on the couch in his ex gal house playing the game or watching TV or whatever the fuck it is you're doing? No, I was gonna meet him at the door. Okay, hey, what's up, my nigga? I'm here for little Charles or whoever the fuck this baby is. And don't you sound how? Don't you see how easy that sound? But he had to send his cousin. Here's my thing. If I don't want to, I'm one of those people. If I, I will walk straight past the motherfucker. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Because I know they name, they whole shit, as if I don't know you. Because if I'm not in the mood to engage your ass, I won't. It's unnecessary. Maybe he didn't feel like you was worth engaging. Maybe he knew like, oh, this bitch with this nigga today, it'll be another nigga in a little bit. Which is what ended up happening. So what the fuck I look like engaging all these niggas? Three and a half years was a short little time. I'm just saying y'all ain't together. Yeah, we not married, but shit. I was with this nigga's son for three and a half years. Y'all like, not together no it, more? It got to the point where that motherfucker told his daddy, I'll get Anthony to come fuck you up. That's the reason I want to meet. Yo, At I want to meet this nigga. At three? I think it was about four, maybe five. Because I think it so was So now after, you was with the nigga till five? Nah, we was broke up. But the nigga still knew, like, I, I I would always tell him when he was little, like, man, if anybody do anything to you, if anybody touch you some way you don't want to, let me know I fuck they ass up. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck happened between him and his daddy or him and whoever the fuck his daddy was fucking with, but he told his daddy, nigga, I get Anthony to come beat your ass. Like, nigga, nah. Because mm-hmm. my ex called and told me the fucking story. She was like, nigga, I don't know what the fuck you told my son, but this nigga just told his daddy he was going to have you fuck him up. Okay. But that's why me personally, I want to meet that's the motherfucker many, who my many son Many years is after. But okay. If you want to meet him, I advise it. Listen, I'm fucking with him, but I advise you to meet whoever is around your children. But also know that if that person don't want to engage you, they don't have to. Understanding versus communication. Is there Yo a difference? Yeah. It is. Hell yeah. Because... Even in any dynamic, friendship, relationship, men and women, people can only meet you as far as they understand. 
So I feel like sometimes understanding is more, way more valuable than communication in and of itself. And we discuss so many things here that I'm like, not saying it is going over anybody's head, but it's like, okay, if you don't look at things this way or really understand why the person that you're dealing with is understanding how they were raised, then you really not going to understand why they do the things they do, period. A lot of motherfuckers just don't fucking listen. That's mm. a big part of fucking understanding. A lot of motherfuckers just waiting for you to stop talking so they can reply. That's a big part of why motherfuckers don't understand a lot of shit. Because they That's, just yeah. waiting to get their fucking point off. They feel so strongly about what they finna say. They don't give a fuck what you just said. You can literally tell them the absolute truth. But since they have what they want to say in their mind. Fuck what you just said. I'm finna get this point off. Where does that come from? Beats the fuck out of me. A lot of motherfuckers ego is way bigger than they motherfucking intellect. You know what, though? I think that comes from not being heard. If I feel like I want to keep saying or I'm not really listening to you, it comes from not being heard. Especially like as a child that was brought up in the South, you're constantly told children are to be seen and not heard. And that can go with you into adulthood. So sometimes now that you're grown and you're an adult and you can say whatever, it's not that I'm not trying to hear you. It's just I'm so used to not being heard or my feelings, especially here with women, my feelings not being validated. Maybe I have been in relationships prior to where I'm at now where a man didn't listen to her. So now I'm only listening or I'm only talking to get my point across. Yeah, me. Mm -hmm. That's understanding. That's understanding why people do the things that they do. That'll help you communicate. Sometimes you got to have variables in your communication to meet people where they are. Yeah. I'm always listening. I think that's the part of the reason I'm so understanding. You're not though. Yes, I am. When On what I planet? Understand something. Earth. Listen, there's a difference between understanding like like a math problem, understanding how it works, and then um, understanding and maybe empathy. You are I'm, not I'm empathetic. I'm not empathetic for shit, but I'm understanding as hell. It's the <sighs> difference between empathy and understanding. It is, but I'm trying I to think, are you I understand why you do that. I just don't give a fuck. It's a big difference. Giving a fuck is empathy. I don't give a fuck. I completely mm, understand. I don't think you always understand when why women understand. do or men, men who think differently from you. Because if somebody thinks differently from you or does some, your go to line is you that's probably bitch a big nigga ass nigga. Yeah, <laughs> that I is not. No. I completely, I understand. You cannot understand and then insult. Yes, I can. You can. Let exactly. me not say that. Yes, you are entitled to do whatever the fuck you want to do, but that's not okay. That's yeah. not genuine. That's that's understanding and then judgment, which you just said. No judgment. I judge people, though. There's some shit I don't judge about, but I always say I'm a judgmental-ass nigga. Ben, don't I come in here all the time and say I'm a judgmental nigga? I done said that a thousand times. Very judgmental. But just said no judging No, to the people, Sometimes to the I men who no was judgment. out here cheating. I, I, and I don't judge that. And they dick suck by their side that. chick. Don't judge that. But I judge a bitch-ass nigga. Mm -mm. I judge snitches. I judge niggas who listen to fucking Janae Aiko in their car. I judge a lot of shit. It's just some shit that I don't judge. And the shit that I don't judge, I say no judgment. Mm -mm. But certain shit, yeah, nigga, you listening to Fantasia in your car, I'm judging you. But other shit, I don't judge. I can't. So would you rather have understanding or communication? Understanding. 
A hundred percent. That's easy. That ain't even, that's, that's not even fucking close. How do you increase your understanding? Listening. How do you increase your listening? Listening. Not no. fucking talking. It's not it's more than just that though. Go ahead, Ben. Let another person be heard. Same exactly. Thing. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Th- no. There are exact tools and keys that we are here to discuss and talk about. You can't he be a hella vague. Because it's simple. It's simple as shit. If it was that simple, then then why do we have so... If it was simple, this show wouldn't even exist. Because people do that. Instead of just stop and listen to what a person said, they waiting to say what they want to say. So that's That's, every every downfall for every man and woman relationship is just wanting to be heard? Yep. They, they they feel like it's more important to be heard than to say what the other person has to say. That's They're why both so, important. No. Being heard by your significant other is important. But it's also important to understand them. So when you yes. get heard, y'all understand each other. Right. It's a give and take of both tools together. Exactly. And that's why you should work on your tool of listening more than your tool of being heard. So just be quiet. Yeah, that's what I do. That's how I listen. Sit there and let them get them out. And while they talking, while they getting theirs off. You formulate what you finna say. Yeah, you sit there and and you breaking it down in your head and how you going to reply to it. But that's that's just exactly what he just said was the problem. He said people are waiting for you to be quiet so that they can get what they want to say no, no, I'm listening. saying digest what they exactly. say Di- okay so that means asking questions you have you yeah you, yeah, oh, you boom, that, that go, I'm giving the tools that go a point no you no you're just <laughs> y'all saying be quiet and shut up and that's not it, it that's what I'm trying you're to do here that's point. what we're supposed to do I don't even care about the point I want to get the tools out the point is to oh. be more than just listen you shutting up is not let me tell you, as a woman, if you sit there with a stone face and just our own hush mouth, that's going to aggravate the fuck out of me. Do you hear me? Are you comprehending? What's yeah. happening? Yeah, face says a lot. It does. So you have to engage. Listening also means questioning. Okay, babe, when you said such and such, do you mean this or do you mean that? Well, I mean, you, <clears throat> it's tough to break down a, a conversation or a heated argument. Is it? To right then and there because you, you'll say some shit. I mean, you just be like. Okay, you you know the she can be saying something, be like, okay, I'm I'm reply to that after you finish. Like that's right. still that's yeah. still acknowledge of you it's knowing what's it. going True. on. True. The reason I you I rarely get in a heated arguments because I listen. I would not recommend heated arguments. Like y'all definitely, if you gonna communicate, understand, or have any type of success in talking to your mate, you are gonna have to calm down. Yelling and fussing is not going to get you anywhere. Especially if one of y'all has a temper or is prone to go there or comes from a previous relationship. Those things can be triggers. I'm guilty of that myself. The moment yelling get the popping off, I probably got one or two times to say, all right, before I go all the way left. You know you're not lying, right? Uh, I hit it, shit. Like, nigga, and me, like, y'all see my demeanor on this motherfucking show. Like, I'm always cool. Nobody like, believes that, though. I'm a listener. Nobody Everybody believes, believes that. that. Most Nobody people believe that. that. So I've been married so long. I'm an excellent listener. And I usually understand. Nine times you out of found 10. someone 
who y'all match for each other. It's not just you being no great goddamn listener to why y'all been married so long. <laughs> like, yeah. this is insane. We have Fuck phenomenal sex. Oh, that, that also is a major contributor, I'm sure, but. 51%. <sighs> nevertheless. And I'm just we've a discussed great it here. Listener. Here, here are some tools. People. Ask questions for clarity and learn to shut the fuck up. Learn to be patient in your response and shut the fuck. Call up. that response. That's a tool in and of itself. Yeah, shutting the fuck up is the biggest tool when it comes to listening. It's not. Please shut the fuck up. Break. When people are talking, shut the fuck up, please. Are you on, are you with four breaks? Hell no. Breaks Topic are three. The stupidest shit in the world to me. We talked about this before. What made you bring it back up? Uh, because I didn't check it off on my list and we talked about it a long ass time ago. Okay. So I was like, fuck it. That'd be a good one to bring back. It's been fucking like a year plus since we talked about that shit. I don't even think people are honestly doing breaks anymore because that to me would have to say that you were involving yourself in a full on committed relationship. And I'm not even seeing that like I used to see it. So a break implies that we were together, things were working out good, something happened, and now we're reevaluating should we continue on or end this. A lot of people take breaks. A lot of people take breaks that they didn't call a break when they took the break. A lot of motherfuckers say it's a breakup, then they get back together, what, six, seven months later, sometimes almost a year later. If it's a year later, yeah, what that, is that's that? A whole, that's a whole ass breakup. Yeah, that's a breakup. <clears throat> but if you if you have to take a break, that means shit is broken. Yeah. Mm. That's the reason I don't believe in breaks. Like, a lot of times I don't even believe in getting back together when I break up with motherfuckers. Like, a lot of women, like, I remember, like, in my earlier, like, single days, and they'd be like, you know, like, we'll break up, and then they'll come back, like, two or three months later, like, you don't think we should try this again? I'm like, no, nah, I changed the locks. I'm cool. What are reasons to to what is what is a justifiable break reason? Like to actually take a break. To take a break. Why are reasons that you think people take breaks? I think motherfuckers take breaks because they not fucking good communicators and understanders. Ben, why do people take breaks? Um the relationship can be too much. Uh some relationships can be too much to deal with at, at certain points. And just be like, look, I need to step back and reevaluate life and see if this is what I really want. And, you know, do it. yeah, is this what I want for life? That's what. That's basically what it is. I think that's a good reason. A lot of other people take breaks to go mess with somebody else. Shout out to, what was that boy name? Okay. It's not Carl Thomas. Fuck, I can't think of that nigga name. Shit. What's that nigga name? Donnell um, Jones. Yeah, that. Yeah. Go get you some side pussy real quick, bitch. I'm out here horny as a motherfucker. I don't want to cheat on you. So let's just take a break while I fuck other people and come back. I think for men, it is a it takes a lot of confidence and a lot of selflessness to say, I'm going to take a break while I get my shit together. If you especially know that you're not ready for what the woman you're dating or whatever, I don't see anything wrong with that kind of break. I if I there have been times where I was not what's the word going through a dry spell lost my car mm-hmm. lost a lot had my car repossessed had to move back in with my mama all kind of shit I don't feel like that's the time for me to be dating 
I don't feel like that's the time for me to set up no relationship. But I did end up meeting a guy. And we went on a few dates. And I could tell, like, man, I really like this dude, blah, 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 blah. But I had to tell him, I'm like, listen, I like you. But I am not in the space to be in no relationship right now. But was you in a relationship before that? Or you just told that nigga come back later? Come I'm back l- like right a now. little bit later. Well, y'all don't think and, But he was very precise. Uh, sitting a nigga to the side. Okay, that's sending a nigga to the side. A break. Why would I take a break? Because Queen Sharonda from the Q-Chat podcast says, some people think they can find better and then realize the grass ain't greener. Now, to me... That fucking happens. I do do believe that that happens. That's not even a break. I don't know. I want to give that a different name. If you are cutting off a good situation, a good situation, just because you want to fuck somebody else... That's just on some other shit. You're not ready to be in a relationship, period. But that's, I think, what men do in the sense of this bitch is wife material. Both I'm going to come back it. to her later. Both people. Do you really meet men and say, oh, this is marriage material? No, but I've, I've been the, the subject of a motherfucker who went to somebody else and then came back because they realized, you know what? These niggas ain't fucking with you. So mm. they end up trying to get back with me. Taking a break just to have sex with somebody else, you need to reevaluate your pride. That's not enough to even leave, like I said, a good situation. Like, you just want to go test the dick out over here? Man, shit, that's It's the always going to be outside dick. Always. That's the reason motherfuckers be separated. Motherfuckers just separate. Move out. Maybe they feel like, you know, maybe give me some time to miss you. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need to miss each other. Maybe we around each other too much. Me personally, I feel like that shit is stupid. If I can't be around you all the time, I don't want to be around you no time. But some people, they really do that. I've had a girl try to take a break literally because of that, because she felt like we was around each other too much. I believe in a long time. I don't know if that's because I'm an only child. I don't know if it's because I've spent a lot of time in general alone. But I believe in that. And I do believe you can't be with somebody t- too much. But it's not to it's not to say, oh, I don't enjoy being with you. It's just I want some time to my motherfucking self. What's it's people out there that's just cool with it. So you know, it's it's to each his own. Yeah, I mean, you you you're going to marry the person that is you're okay with doing every you know anything with or just comfortable with shit. I yeah. think like I don't think you just ever get tired. Like damn, nigga, you know, yeah, too like, much time. Like it's sick know. of seeing this bitch. Damn. Yeah, you know. every morning you in the goddamn bed. God damn! Every huh? time I close, every time I open my eyes, your ass is right here looking at me. God damn, bitch! No, how, not like that. How y'all feel about if you if you uh, with someone and y'all live together and then move, they move out? Is is the relationship done for me? Fuck out, stay out. <clears throat> I've only lived with one person, and when they did move out. It was over. Like, I just need a break. I'm going to go move out and get my spot. And Only time I've, that's happened to me in a relationship is with my wife. And that was because <clears> when <throat> we got together, we was like, and not when we got together, but during the course of our relationship as boyfriend and girlfriend, we got real heavy in the church. And, like, we was living together at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so in the Bible, it say, like, it's better to, uh, well, like, marry than to burn in passion. But because we wasn't married, I was like, Nick, I can't have you walk around the house. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. 
Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Looking like that without me having sex with you. Like, yeah, I'm a Christian right now, but my body is used to fucking. So somebody going to have to do something. So she ended up moving in with her parents, nigga, till we got married. So that's spiritual reasons. Well, that's yeah, not that's a break. Different. Yeah, that's the it's only different. way. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying though, like if 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 I was with somebody and we was fucking and supposedly quote unquote getting along, and she was like, I think I need to move out so we can get along better. I'm like, I think you should move out so we can break the fuck up. Yeah, no, I can't see why that would be okay. Yeah, it's not okay. If you feel like you got, you know, because like I was like with breaks and all that shit, like if you feel like you got to get away from me, stay away from me. We just not meant to fucking be together if you feel like being around me is just so fucking horrible that you got to get No, the fuck but that's out. not why people take breaks. It's not because the person is irritating. I don't, that's rarely. It's normally something happens. Like nobody just says, oh, today this nigga is getting on my nerves. I want a break from him. No. Nine times out of ten, something happens, but you don't. But it's not severe to end it, but it's not to the point where you're like, mm, we need to figure some shit out. Yeah, we can figure some shit out, but if you got to get away from me, if you got to move out, stay moved. Oh, okay. I can give an example. Boom. I knew it was going to come to me. <laughs> I was dating a guy. Everything's going smoothly, right? To me, a big... Um, test, if you will. I don't think that's the right word, but I'm going to use it. Is if I can come to you. I'm not a person who really is um, good with opening up about my feelings and special shit that's bothering me. So if I come to you, that means you're a safe space, a safe place. And I want to be that in return. And so this guy I was dating, he had started having like some shitty times and dealing with a whole bunch of bullshit at work. And instead of coming to me to talk about it, he would go to the strip club. And I don't have anything against the strip club. I came up in the South. You go there, you get good wings. The girls is cool. If that's your lifestyle, no judgment on that. But when you're going three, four times a week and these hoes know you by name, I feel like we're also playing a dirty game because every girl is not a girl who's just for, them, for the money and going to leave. A lot of girls is in there is fucking. So eventually you're going to end up fucking something in here. And then again, why is it that when you have a shitty day, you go here? And then he will come and tell me about it, but you went there first. And I get that there's a certain release as a man by himself that maybe you need it. But to me, it prompted me to say, maybe we should take a break. And we did. And y'all not together right now. No, we're not. Yeah, fuck that but shit. But that we got back together. But that's what I feel like that's where breaks come from. When there's an unbalance, when one person is feels like they're more in it than the other person. So maybe you need a moment to figure out where you're really at. Cuz sometimes relationships do move like that for one person it's like, "Man, this is everything." And the other person's like, Okay, we're moving along nicely, but they might not be right where you're at. That's why a connection where two people do meet up at the same time is so special. Because I done had niggas who were like, oh, this is the end I'll be on. I'm like, no, nigga, I haven't even saved your number yet. That should happen so, too much. Yes. What's the proper time for a breakup? 
Cause you, cause one of y'all said a year, like that's too much. That like it's done. Mm -hmm. What's a proper breakup time? I mean, oh, like, I mean, not break up, break like split. I mean, a uh, break, uh, uh, break. Oh. yeah, like break when you take a break before it's like okay, three days. No, I think if <laughs> if two people are really trying to break right and really work on the relationship, then it really shouldn't be too much more than I would say at max two months. And then my thing is, y'all are still seeing each other within this time. Not necessarily being sexual, because I'm not gonna take no break and still fuck you too. That's not that's not a break if you still see the person. It, it's not. No, I don't think so. We can talk on the phone and shit. Because a break also, when we come back together, requires rebuilding. It, yeah, yeah. So then, in rebuilding, that means dates. That means just hanging out. That means just walks on the beach. That means talking. That means. Really recommunicating with that person so that you can stay on the same page because somewhere along the way y'all got off track. Yeah, something maybe something it takes something tragic to happen. Yeah, for y'all to really see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. I ain't doing that shit. Niggas, <laughs> niggas. Nah, I, I need swear. like a weekend or some shit. A I can't weekend? do two fucking months. Two months? I I know you out of sight, out of mind. That's why I said you have to be seeing each other. The work has to be doing done in this time. The work the work needs to be done. If there's no, I didn't say you go your way and I go my way. No, that's a breakup. A break is we had something happen. We're going to try to fix this. Now, if I would say now, if ain't nothing, ladies, he ain't doing nothing to rebuild, to fix, to show you like I don't want to lose you, then that's your answer too. Both of y'all. That shit go both ways. It, it goes both ways. But if she it, be trying to specify, like, ladies, because niggas <laughs> is always the ones that fuck up. Nah. Women fuck up, too, nigga. They do. And you not lie. Women be fucking up, too. I don't know what you want me to do. I hit the button, sir. I hit it. It said it was doing it. So two, That's that iPhone bullshit. So, okay, so two weeks, no contact, no nothing. And then it's like, okay, if you used to. Well, with me, it'll be contact. Like, kind if we taking the break, like, I could at least call you on the phone. Like, how you doing? Yes. Straight, kicking and shit. Yeah, okay. But, like, pulling up on you and shit? No, no, no. Because no. At, at this point, we in some toxic shit. It's not toxic, but your pull-up privileges are revoked because we're on a break. You can't just pop up. Well, yeah, you don't just pop up on a motherfucker. But when, when you have that little shit, a lot of times that shit is toxic. Because I've had situations like that. Where we were supposed to be like giving each other some space and we just end up fucking and getting back together and shit. And see, that's that's why I said, Ben, you can't have sex during that time. Because if you have an intimate connection like that, then that's just going to, it's like literally pushing that shit under the rug and it's never really being dealt with. And that's, that's the tragedy and that's why breaks aren't really given a chance because I'm going to say women. Because then I feel you. We begin to feel like, okay, if I'm not fucking them, somebody out here will. Niggas and so, feel that way too. men feel that way too. I can't speak for me, and I'm not a man. Yeah, I mean, it, and it, it all depends on how your partner is. True. You know, you know if, if it'll be on your brain, like, okay, this is what's going on. You like, ah. yeah, especially when you take a break with a motherfucker that's insecure. Yeah. Uh, see, there Might you as well go. Not even do that shit. No, I wouldn't. They for sure gonna assume you out fucking. Yeah, then you just after that, like he said, after that weekend, couple days, week, whatever. You be like, all right, so what are we doing? You yeah. know, or whatever you're gonna do. But 
Five? Did you say five months earlier? Two no, months. two months. Two at max. That was at max. That's the longest. You know, it could That's be thirty a long days. Fucking time. That's a long time. That's a long ass time to not be fucking at all. That's a long fucking. You time. got a hand. Yeah, I got a hand, but my. Why you say it like that? You got a hand. I had a chill right nigga. when it came out. It's cold in here. Hand ain't fucking with pussy, dog. No, it's not, but I'm just saying. It, here's my thing. If you know that your actions are about to cause you to lose a woman that you love and care about, you can't tame your dick for 60 days? That's the reason we're in this fucking problem in you the first no, place. No, I didn't say cheating. Cheating uh, ain't no breaks with you cheating. You cheat, yeah. you out. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about a miscommunication or something that may, like I said, one person thinks we're here, another person thinks we're there. Those are reasons for breaks. Man, not take your ass to cheating. Oh, you niggas don't want to go to counseling. I don't don't know do about that. You niggas. Go to some fucking counseling. Fuck Black a men have such a stereotype with counseling and therapy. It's getting better, but you know, you real niggas. Don't feel like you guys should go to any type of therapist or anything like that. And one, one homie, shout out to the to the homie. I'm not going to say his name, but I, I got his perspective of why I talk to a white person who doesn't understand which most psychologists and therapists are. But there are tons of black ones out here if you search and look for one. Shout out to my homegirl, Jerrica, who graduated from Pepperdine. Who is that? You can find it. You don't have to talk to a white person because there's no guarantee that a black person is going to understand your struggle and what you've been through either, though. Pretty much. It's just about finding somebody that you're comfortable. I think just the fact that this person doesn't know you. Everybody should have a person who don't fucking know them at all to talk about the shit that they're feeling. Yeah, pretty much. That's beneficial. I'm, I'm not against therapy. You advocated on too much game? Yeah, all the time. Okay, and good. on this motherfucker. Yeah. But shit, if you listen to too much game, you don't need therapy. You got game. <sighs> That's how I was waiting on. <laughs> don't pull shit. You already fucking elite if you listen to too much game already, nigga. You don't even need therapy, nigga. You got therapy. You <laughs> listen to therapy once a week, nigga. Every oh, Friday you getting therapized. So yes, nigga, my, my listeners don't need that shit. But hell yeah, like nigga, you should get fucking therapy if you need that shit. If your shit is fucked up, but okay, even if it's not fucked up, if people my car need is that fucked shit. Up, I hire a fucking th- I hire a professional to fix my car. If my shit is fucked up, and I know there's a person whose job is to fix my shit that's fucked up. Yes, I'll speak to somebody that is a professional. But that's the thing about therapy. Nobody can fix your shit. It's about you doing the work to fix your own shit. Again, these people are there to give you the tools that maybe your mama or daddy couldn't give you or to give you some insight on something that you couldn't see before. But they are not there to fix your shit. They're not mechanics. They motherfuckers give you the tools that you need to fix it. So take your ass to a professional that can give you the fucking tools. But my thing is, you said if something is wrong, I don't think necessarily something. As any adult, especially a person of color in 2020, you should go see a therapist. You should just sign yourself up for just six good old sessions and just see what happens. I don't give a fuck if if you got a million dollars in a bank account and your credit score is 750. Go see a therapist. Listen too much game. I'm a therapist. Okay, there we go. Go get you some <laughs> therapy every Friday, nigga. Topic four. How to account what you bring to the table. 
Um, this one came to my mind because based off what we talked on last week with the, what was he? Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, but what is he? He's a relationship guru. He is a relationship advisor um, and told this woman all kind of things about herself. And my thing is that she, I feel like she had evaluated what she brought to the table as far as six figures, as far as uh, well put together, what she thought about herself and equated that she deserved this type of man. And so then the question for me was, how do you evaluate what you bring to the table? Because she evaluated it as something high. Then she spoke to this man. and He was like, basically, bitch, you have nothing. So how does she get high and he get low? Because the market determines your value. The market determines your value. Let me go ahead and put my bullshit, bullshit, bull. Nobody else determines my value. Okay. Go ahead. How okay. does the market determine the value? Because the market determines your value. You could say this bottle is $200. If nobody buys it, that's not a $200 bottle. The market determines the value of this bottle. If I put this bottle in the store next to a bunch of other fucking bottles and all those bottles are $30 and people are buying those $30 bottles, this is no longer a $200 bottle until somebody decides that buying that bottle for $200 is worth it. The market decides your value. And that and that tells you that that's worth $200, right? Correct. So iPhones are made in China, right? And they cost all of $10 to make each one. But they're sold here for eight, $900. So what's the value then? One person knows that this value is a $10 something while somebody else is over here paying 900 The market. No. The market is willing you gotta to pay know your own value. You can know your value all day, but if nobody is willing to pay your price, that's not your value. That's your personal value. That's, that's not, what we're talking that's about. That's your price. You know your price. You know no, I'm worth that's six your, figures. No, that's the your worth. says you're not. No. But your worth and your value, this is how a lot of women end up in bullshit situations. And men, too, because you don't know your worth or your value. You could tell me all day. $10, $10, $10. Yet here it is. I'm telling you, somebody paid 900 for what you said was 10 because the market raised it up. But I knew my worth. And sometimes knowing your worth means waiting till somebody sees your value. No, not forever. Don't do that. Some people be waiting forever. Mm. Some people die single because their value is so high. To them. Value and worth are different. No, I'm, here's my thing. When you know your worth, you also know that you're flawed. You also know that you are imperfect. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't be waiting forever if I know that I'm worth something, but I'm also not perfect. Some people set their price too high. Not price. Yeah. Yes. Price is for prostitutes. I'm not, I don't have a price. I have a worth. Mm-hmm. I bring value to a whatever the situation is, yeah. period. But sometimes the market don't see that worth. And that's why a lot of motherfuckers ain't it got dep- nobody. Here, here's my thing. No, that ain't why. Because you, you in the wrong marketplace. Mm-hmm. If I give a nice set of knives to a 12-year-old who don't know how to use them, he going to fuck up some shit. He going to cut his hands up. But if I give them same set of knives to a classic 
professionally trained chef, he finna do something with it. Put yourself in somebody's hands who know what to do with it. Yeah. Stop marketing the bullshit niggas. That's still the market. Yes, sir. But even that's in, not. Even in her, even in her uh situation from old girl from the show, right? Yeah. Like she have to be the market would be people that like people that look like her. Yeah. What he was saying on the thing was like dudes with super money they can go get some, you know, a super flawless chick or whatever. You know, uh, I don't know, whatever a top of the line chick is, mm-hmm. they don't care what they do for work. Persephone. They don't care what they do for work. They could be a, a grocery store bagger, whatever the case. They don't care. It's all about how they look. Mm-hmm. So with her, she he that's what he was telling her, right? It was, it was based on her looks. Yeah. So with her, she would have to go into the market that Cares like people that, that look like her. She, yeah. she she may want she may be in the market where if she she six figures, it may be more uh people that don't look like us in that situation. So they you know, a lot a lot of other races they won't admit it, but they look at the black woman like as the bottom of the Oh, bed. for sure. I didn't listen, I never felt that way, no lie, and went through a whole little phase about it until I'm not trying to be funny. Until I moved here. I think it's also because of the diversity. L.A. is extremely more diverse than your average place, than your Virginias, than your Texas, than your Houston. Houston has become dramatically diverse, I would say, in these last 10 10 to 15 years. But coming up there, it was not that way. You had Latinos, you had blacks, and you had a sprinkle of Asians. So black girl was always top. When I lived in Virginia, always top. Florida, always top. Came here. And and from other black men, it was like, oh, bitch, I could have this type of chick, this type of chick, this type of chick. Even Even men when they move here. And I get it. Like, I would not date a man who just moved to L.A., who's only been here six months or a year. Because you have not been through this phase of, like, all these different women approaching you, liking you, appreciating you. If you've never experienced that... It's going to be something different. So you need to go through that to then realize, like, black woman is still queen, still top, still everything. So I get what you're saying, Ben, for sure. She probably was marketing. I feel like she was marketing herself wrong because, number one, you're fixated on a number, and that's your first problem. I would never fixate, okay, the person that I want to spend my life with on this number. What you make is important, but that's not going to be the end all be all. Superficial shit. It's important. Yeah, it's still superficial. It's and important. it can still be changed. It can still, one, one fucked up Sunday could fuck all that shit up. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying, like, if you know you dating a hustler or you dating somebody who going to get it by any means, or if you just dating somebody who values taking care of their family, if they lose it all tomorrow, they're going to figure out how to get it back. It may take some time. But they're gonna figure it out. A lot of times you don't know that. No, you. Of, I mean, but you are the, just in a privileged position to be yes. getting what they getting at the time. But you can tell, like, white people when they lose shit, that's why they jump off buildings face first and some more shit because they didn't had it all their lives. That's the point of understanding and sitting down and talking to a motherfucker so you can understand their background. If they didn't had it, had it, had it, had it, had it all their life, then that ought to be a flag to you to be like, damn. Market crash, what we gonna do? Nigga get fired, what we gonna do? Or and if you like, just always fix it when they fall, so you can't even tell that they just had it, had it, had it their whole life. Then they're not gonna share that? What? That they ain't never fell off? Yeah. 
I I don't. That's 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 surface level. Cause shit, that shit happened to some people. I fell off. I don't think yeah. I just be like, yeah, nigga, I fell off a couple times and came back. Nigga, you have told us four or five times on this show that you didn't fell off and came back. That's the black don't. story. A lot of motherfuckers don't. A lot of motherfuckers just make it seem like they ain't never took no L. Donald Trump will never tell you he went bankrupt. That's four white times. people. That's white people. I, there's niggas that do that same exact shit. Then again, a flag to you. Uh, there still should be a flag that you don't want to open up about times that you didn't took a L. Especially in the comfort of a woman that you're dating. What's up? Five minutes. Oh, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You should be comfortable to tell somebody if you seriously dating at this point, I, I may have lost this, but I got back on. A lot of motherfuckers hold a gang of shit back. That's kind of why being is so big on profiling. Me too, somewhat. Profiling of, what? Body count. That's a big one. Well, women a lot of times... Income, how a nigga hustle, a lot of niggas level a hustle because a lot of motherfuckers don't got no hustle. Like one of my niggas who at one point in my life we was super tight, motherfucker fell off and really couldn't come back. And it seemed like, oh yeah, this nigga's a hustle. This nigga, he get it, he know how to get it. But when when that fall came, it it there was no recovery on that shit. Where is he now? Hey man, I'm not sure. He ain't where he was though. <laughs> Listen, first time people, it is that. Yeah, you just gotta pay attention. You never know. Was the fall thereof? Like, Maybe if he had had a good woman, she could have helped him. She seemed motivated. Like a good woman, she was doing her shit. But you know, some motherfuckers falls hit different people different ways. True, and True. that'd be the thing. Like True. you know, you you think you got a motherfuckers like, oh yeah, nigga. When they if it go foul, this motherfucker gonna bounce back. Some motherfuckers don't, and that's the scary thing about fucking with a motherfucker based on their income. Because income is something that could go away and come back. Mm. Sometimes income is some shit that you'll get more and that will fuck your relationship up. I believe that. That's something that some, a lot of motherfuckers don't account for. I believe like, that. You, you fucking with this nigga because he's ambitious. Like, oh, I got me a hustler. Oh, this nigga, he, he got ideas. This nigga got, he got drive. He got all this shit. Then that nigga fuck around and reach the point that he wanted to get to and be like, shit, bitch, I get a bitch way better than you. And that shit happened a lot. That does. Hey, mm, man. I want to shout out somebody. Shout out to Ill Will. <laughs> ben, do we have a bonus? Of course. Oh, um, of course. <laughs> of course y'all do. Um, a few years back, uh, this older gentleman came out and said that he was going to have his three talented kids in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Um. Everybody, you know, everybody shitted on him. Uh, he came out with a, a shoe brand. It, it was kind of overpriced, but people shitted on him like they not going to do nothing. This Shout out that. to knowing your value. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And um, LeVar, LeVar Ball. Mm-hmm. LeVar Ball now has his third son. Um, what's his name? LaMelo? Yeah, Melo. Melo. LaMelo. Uh, he just got drafted to the Pistons or somebody. Or no. Nah. What was that? Uh, Hornets. Uh, Hornets. So now he got three. He, he got three kids in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Jello in the league. Yeah, he with the Pistons. Jello. Yeah. <laughs> what? Now with with this with this being said, I don't know if, if y'all ever had any slander towards him and of him uh, his approach or how Never. his approach towards uh, the game and how he put his he 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 basically gorilla pimped or no, I won't say pimp he gorilla muscled his way into the game. Mm-hmm. 
do you think? <clears throat> See, Will didn't know neither. Oh, really? Yeah, we didn't know Jello in the league. All three of them. Shout I, out I, to Jack and Jello get a motherfucking air horn, nigga. <laughs> air horn for Jello in the league. God damn. So, with that being said, has the bar been raised for black fathers oh. to push? But <laughs> thought you was gonna ask me something else. Oh wait, wait, wait. What, what has it been raised for for black fathers? And what do this mean? Uh, you know, do do women? It, will this make women push their men harder? Are their kids harder in this situation? How do how how does how do women look at this? Because CJ, you had this face. How do you feel about this? You feel you feel disgusted. You, you don't care about him. Listen, okay, so number one, the mm-hmm. power of a persistent father being there, pushing his kids, has been present long before LeVar Ball. Can we say Joe Jackson? Can we say Venus and Serena Daddy? Can we say tons other? Uh what's the light skin one for the for the Golden State? His daddy. Light skin, collars, Curry. Curry, Curry. Thank you. His daddy used to get up and make him do a thousand shots every morning just to see how bad he wanted it. So the power of fatherhood has always been present. And we know we get major results out of our children when the father is present. Now, is that going to raise the standard because he did it with three sons? Not for me, no. Because I want that same persistency and that same power to be associated with something other than entertainment and sports. Let's get, there was a black woman, all three of her kids went to Harvard. She raised them single parent. All three went to Harvard. One's a doctor, one's a lawyer, one's a psychologist. Where's the report on that? Where is the news article on that? You know about it. LeVar, yeah, I do. Two black men sitting at this table who do not. That's not enough. But y'all know about LeVar Ball last. What I will say with LeVar Ball, that's the problem, is he believed in his sons enough. Men have that. Men get can can get away with that arrogant talk. Not only did he back it up, like it's okay. Had a woman did that same thing, it would have been all kinds of bullshit. But he believed in them. They made it great, super duper. But as a woman, it's not raising no standards. My standards was already high. To me, making it to the league, I get it. It's hard. It's tough. But I'm over that scenario for our black men. I'm over it. There's so much untapped potential in other fields and arena than football and basketball. But they're famous. That's the reason everybody knows. Great. Well, I mean, it, it can, even though it's basketball, it can create generational wealth in other areas. So. It will create generational wealth that these three young men were going to marry black women, but they're mm. not. So that's no generational wealth for us. Light skin wealth. Yeah. White the, wealth. The, the, son, the son to be black. He's still a black man. Or the, the but their children will look like. White kids. Yeah, because they got some cut. Shout there out to go. Michael Jackson now. <laughs> but um, how about for you? Uh, and also, wait before. How did you feel about him prior? You you didn't too much care about him since he. Um, uh, I just thought he was a man who believed in his sons and knew what it took to to get it done. Even to Venus and Serena, daddy, he was very arrogant. 
Very. Like, I feel like there's a certain, when you have dreams and aspirations that people feel like uh, don't make it, you're going to have to be a little arrogant. So I don't have a problem with his methods and how he went about it. That's them your kids. So I start the show by saying, fuck being humble. Me and shit. Uh, do, how you feel? Do, do you feel? Uh, That's how you raised three fucking NBA players. <laughs> is, is this is this inspiration for you know? Wait, do you feel it'll be inspiration for other fathers? And I mean, it don't have to be just yeah, sports. low key, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like shit, nigga. My my cousin, literally my cousin, my first cousin. Shout out to my cousin Max, Maxell Williams. I got one little cousin who plays for USC who played today. My little nigga Beaston. Shout out to my little cousin Maxell Williams. Uh, I got another cousin, Marcellus Williams, who plays for the University of Arizona State. You know, shout out to Marcellus Williams. And my baby cousin, who just was at my house, uh, you know, um, shit, that's fucked up. I forgot my little nigga name. No, because it's Mason. I forgot. It's Mason that played for um, Mason that played for Arizona State. Sellis was at my house. That's the reason I said Sellis next. Because my little cousin, Sellis, he played for, I think, St. John Bosco. High school and all three of these niggas gonna be in the league. Like, you know, if, if you push your kids to do what your kids could do with this shit. So it's just kind of like regular shit as far as like, you know, I think black parenthood in general, because we giving like LeVar hella credit. But you know, it's a lot of black mothers who put their kids through all types of shit, whether it be a bunch of motherfuckers graduating college, you know, single mothers like shit. Look at Allen Iverson mom. It's a lot of single mothers who had their children doing all types of excellent shit. It's the reason there's so many fucking dear mama goddamn anthems and shit because, you know, a, a good mother, just like a good father, will push you to do shit that you would have never otherwise done. So I just get a nigga a shout out and shit like it ain't really like, oh, now I know I could do it. But it's like shout out to you for doing that shit, though. Yeah, I think um, I don't know if that's ever been done in with, with you know, in black I don't think NBA. it's something that's it's not seen. No, yeah. Like, he's the most vocal to do it. But shit, just like with like a, a lot of niggas. Oh, yeah, it's been done. The, the, the Barry Brothers. And Anatumpo in there. Yeah, bro. exactly. Yeah, the yeah. Antank, the Kumpos. Like, it, it's a lot of motherfuckers. Like, Horace and Harry Grant. Like, you know, it's been twins in the league. Yeah, the Tiki Brothers. Um, oh, yeah, Rondé. Uh, the Barber, Barber Brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tiki Barber. Yeah. Tiki and Rondé Barber. But, yeah it's, yeah, it's been a bunch of motherfuckers who, like, athletically, you know, because I look at that a lot of times as more genetics than anything. Mm. Like, you know, when you come from genetic athleticism, like, a lot of motherfuckers be like, oh, nigga, me and all my brothers play D1 ball. Like, nigga, when you look at, like, Blake Griffin and shit, like, his brother played D1. He didn't, well, he did make it to the league. He played for the Suns. But, like, he wasn't as dope as his brother was. But, nigga, you know, that's just them athletic genes. But as far as parenthood go, like, you know, good parents just do dope shit. So, you know, shout out to the dope parents that got their kids doing dope shit. Yeah, shout out to them. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, well, today's uh, winner <laughs> at the Cat versus Dog show. Who won last episode? Oh, Ping pong. Gosh. It was you? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't think so. The Don Diva. Why you gotta say it's so sad? You I win. need some elevation in your voice. Get get pumped. The Don Diva. Thank you. CJ. 
You Yay. win. <laughs> yeah, fake as fuck. I swear. Oh my gosh. If you would like to support us financially, <laughs> it's Patreon.com/slash Townhouse Media Town E House Media. Support all the Townhouse Media uh, podcasts. Friday nights, 9 p.m., maybe every other week now. Seriously, not another podcast with the motherfucking super producer, Ben Ready, possibly with some guests, some very special guests, some recurring guests, some old faces, some new faces, or shall I say voices. New voices, yeah. Yeah. You know, shout out to Seriously, not another podcast, the flagship show of Townhouse Media. On Tuesdays, Talk Flirty Tuesday with just Nikki. She did two motherfucking episodes back to back. Shout out to her. Um, you know, that's going to be Tuesdays, early Tuesday, late Tuesday. You just never know and shit. Because when did the second one drop? Like Saturday? Uh, or Sunday, one of them. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I was like, damn, she dropped two in a week. So, you know, shout out to her. Nigga, she out here working hard as fuck. Um, also on Tuesdays, the Sports for You podcast. Sports number four, letter U. With Nick Freeze, John Watson, and Young Mark, uh, my favorite sports podcast. Them niggas know what the fuck they talking about. Very entertaining, very informative. Them niggas live on YouTube and Facebook, 6 p.m. Pacific time. On Wednesdays, the No Rules podcast with Mark and Ill Will, aka the Bloods, aka the motherfucking Juice Crew. Nigga, live at 5 on YouTube and Facebook, 5 Pacific time. Them niggas do they shit hump days and never be the same. Uh, Fridays, also, I pop up in this motherfucker whenever the fuck I get around to it. <laughs> the Too Much Game podcast with me, your host, Young Dolomite, a.k.a. Uncle Dolomite, a.k.a. the nigga that's fucking your mama. If you need therapy, come get you some on the Too Much Game podcast on Fridays. Double bomb, bitch. And, um, yeah, nigga, if you hear, you already know. Sundays, live at 3 Pacific time, live at 5 Houston time. Posting. The Cat vs. Dog podcast. Shout out to the trap. Hell yeah. Shout out to the trap. With me, nobody important, and my lovely co-host. First it was the nigga who fucking your mama. Now it's me, nobody important. Pick one. I'm not fucking your mama on Cat vs. Dog. I'm wholesome. (sighs) Any closing words? Love starts with yourself. Who's who's being unprofessional? That's her. Um, You don't hear that? I guess, uh, you know, that ain't me. I guess, um, you know, just be on your shit, man. Get on your shit. When when you're fucking up, get up and keep it pushing and, and do better. Yeah. That was a nice little pep talk, Ben. What about you? Oh, I already went. What about me? Shut the fuck up. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. 
Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary.